0: Welcome to Carry, carry on. on. Hi, guys. And welcome to Sex and the City Podcast.
1: Samantha's like, he's got the most perfect day.
0: <laughs> How did this
2: happen? How did they get the message that the ass is now on the oh, menu? Wow. I've been dating since I was 15.
3: I'm exhausted. Where is he? Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Great sex. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And, and
4: this Mary Kate or Ashley, whoever's playing the character at the time, says uh, that someone asks her a question, and she and they're they're around horses, so she says, "Are you asking me equestrian?" <laughs> and sometimes when someone asks me a question, I still say, "Are you asking me equestrian?" Even though it has absolutely no bearing on the current situation because there are no horses anywhere.
1: Mm, a horse is a horse, of
0: course, of course. <laughs> Testing. Testing testes.
4: Testes.
0: If we listen to each, each other's, other's heart, we find we're never
3: too far apart.
1: And maybe love is the reason
0: why for the first time ever, ever we're seeing it I do,
4: I. I died. Died. Yeah. So <clears> everyone <throat> here has... Pumpkin juice from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter swish a swashing around in there, bailing. Yeah, and some fudge from Honey Dukes.
0: Yep, that's right. Oh, Mm. wow. How's that feel? It feels great. It feels real good. Hey, everyone, and welcome to (laughs) Carry On the Sex in the City podcast. I'm Alec Boothbitch Wells.
4: <laughs> I'm Cat Wells.
0: And I'm Daniel Wells.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Daniel. to uh, episode 39 of Carry On, uh, guys.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I've got Ooh. the
4: Ooh. funkiest Ooh. tasting spunk in my mouth. I can oh, attest s- to that. <laughs> <laughs> All I taste is
1: pumpkin juice. Mm. <laughs> mm.
4: That's what you think you were drinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Daniel, it's you know that it's oh. so lovely having you here. It feels tonight. so right. You know the
4: people have demanded your presence. Oh, yeah,
0: stop. They can't get enough of you, and neither can we. Oh wow! I never want to stop, no matter how bad it is. If I'm at the Stanford Hotel, you better look my number up,
1: girl. <laughs> you guys, this episode, I know. yeah.
4: There is so much. Daniel, you were making, first of all, we are talking about season three, episode nine, easy come, easy 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 gore. Yep. And uh, Daniel, you were ejaculating, if I might. um, I was, I was masturbating. And uh, then we watched
1: the episode. Right. Yeah.
4: You were you were vocally ejaculating a lot during this episode, and it made me feel like you d- haven't seen this one very many times. That's, because I've seen this one a lot. I know Alec hasn't because he doesn't like these episodes because the cheating stuff bothers him. Let's talk
1: about this so for a t- second. let's talk
4: about it. Uh,
1: it's not that I haven't seen it a lot. I, ha- I, have, I had just forgotten how much happens in this one episode. So much. For... Yeah everybody kind of except for uh, Samantha um, but everybody else I forgot that this was all in this one episode this that's is, why I was like oh well, wow and this and this and, this, this.
4: and is this. this is one of the biggest moments from the show it is so yeah, it absolutely is, is. It's, cancel
1: my it's, rice this is
0: Iconical episode. This is a canonical Canonical. episode. We've got. It's one of the most important. I think it's a series. Hands down. We meet Bunny for the first time. Bunny McDougal.
4: (laughs) That's a later episode, but you get the idea.
0: Do we? Do they say Bunny
4: in this episode? They
0: do, indeed. Maybe just the. They say Bunny McDougal when she's introduced. Mm -hmm. I just
1: know. I. I mean, I feel like on my deathbed, the last thing I'm going to remember is is the bunny mcdougall and yes. that
4: actress um, very soon uh, w- the only other thing i've ever seen her in is misery yes and misery. she looks exactly the same mm-hmm. when did does. misery come out it was like,
0: 1990
4: yeah okay she so, looks just as old in 1990 as she does in 2000 when this show aired some people
0: yes. are just old they're like benjamin button but they don't get younger well, it's is it like Jennifer Lopez who doesn't age?
1: Yes, it yeah, is like that. Yeah, she looks
4: just like Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, it's just yeah. like Jennifer Lopez.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to talk about Jennifer Lopez. Well, let's she talk doesn't. about it. She let's was talk born about her.
0: Nineteen seventy <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's... on the six. Yes, <laughs> American Love Idol. Don't cost a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for
1: Selena. Um, Golden Glorg nominee.
0: Oh I'm sure. Oh, you know what?
1: Interestingly.
0: So well, I'll be the judge of that.
4: <laughs>
0: Jennifer Lopez. There was a lot of she got a lot of flack when she was uh, playing Selena because she was not Rican like Selena was. If you'll remember, Selena if you'll was recall Mexican. Mexican. Thank you. And they
4: didn't think she was ethnic enough or something. But you know what? Well, because she wasn't is- she
0: wasn't the same ethnicity. And uh. the reason I say this is because now in 2016. There's a whole to do about Nina Simone oh, and yes. Zoe Saldana yes, I playing saw that, Nina I Simone. I saw that, and the Nina Simone official estate.
1: Twitter said, "I don't think so."
0: Yeah, they did. Yeah, really? they, yeah. Said,
1: they said they don't
0: approve. They said, "Easy come, easy get the fuck out." Wait,
4: who's official Twitter? I've not followed the Nina saga.
0: Simone from the grave. And they for said Twitter. they did
4: not approve. She yes. hopped up from beneath. Well, you know, I I recently saw a listicle pop up on my on my feed uh, the other day which I'm sure was uh inspired by this because it was like 15 times white actors played ethnic characters and no one batted an eye. And one of them was Angelina Jolie playing um Daniel whatever's wife. Boone. Whoops. The, um, this is terrible. But the guy, he was um he was he got he was beheaded and his wife was vaguely ethnic and she's not really
1: adele but, dazeem
4: yeah exactly the wickedly talented
1: the, this is the second episode in a row where there's an yes, adele dazeem
4: <laughs> that's right
1: reference uh, which i'm fine with of yeah course,
4: but, well yeah that never
0: forget um
4: alec uh the jury has rendered a verdict and that was interesting what
0: Catherine? if i may ask because i know you have the answer to it when did this episode come out When did it drop?
4: I fucking didn't write it down this time, so I'm going to look it up real quick. I probably got it right here. I wrote down
1: who wrote this episode, though. Mm, And that was Michael Patrick King. Of course it was. Michael Patrick King, you
0: guys. You give the important episodes to him, and Mm. Lord, was this a doozy.
4: This episode aired uh, August 6th, two thousand. Uh, written by on the six. Directed by yep. Sh- Charles McDougal. Mm-hmm. Wow, how funny. Bunny McDougal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has directed lots of episodes of TV, including Resurrection, a couple of episodes of House oh. of Cards, The Mindy Project, mm-hmm. Parks and Rec, etc. He directed wow. the
0: pilot of The Good Wife.
4: No! Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he knows, Chris he knows his shit. Oh, right. Yeah, the Old Chris Note connection.
0: Oof. All right. Though I... Let's talk about the way this episode opens. I know you guys like it, too, because it opens on Miranda.
4: Uh, No, it opens on
0: Fatty! It does. One of the
4: greatest actors of our time.
0: Mm. Yeah. No, um, yeah. Fatty gives good face. Yes. I heard that some people were... uh, There was a controversy that the cat playing Fatty wasn't fat enough. This is where we Cats talk lives. about two thousand versus two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. That is true that twenty sixteen, like fatty should have a hover round. Yeah. You <laughs> know? Um, fatty should have like a little diabetes paw missing. Fatty you know? should
4: be like those people in in Wally. Yeah. With their little screens. But this their was two thousand. Fatty's we so fat he's then. really fat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, it opens oh on Miranda God. and Fatty. Miranda's saying goodbye. I love the way that, this is what is great about Miranda's character, is that she is so hard to disarm, but in the quiet moments with mm. Fatty, she's very it. loving. Mm. Yes. She's very
1: loving to Fatty. She's
4: very tender. She loves yeah. Fatty. All
1: I could think about really at the beginning of this was Miranda's hair.
4: Oh, why was it sticking up like someone had just, like a cat had just groomed her? i so was so fascinated
1: by her hair this whole episode yes. because it is starting to morph into, and I was watching it, I was like, what is this reminding me of? And it's reminding me of Carol Brady's hair in a very Brady sequel. Yes. <laughs> Except uh-huh. without the bottom flip. Just yes. the top part. Yes. Wow,
4: I wish you told me that during the episode <laughs> so I could have really paid attention it's, to it's, it. it's
1: honestly like someone took that wig, mm-hmm. dyed it magenta, and- Blunt, Emily. Blunt scissors. Yeah. Cut the bottom off.
4: Yes. What happened here? Oh, kids, you know how grape juice stains. I'm donating this horse to my women's club charity auction. Alice, could you take it to the antique shop to have it cleaned in the morning? Sure, Mrs. Brady. <clears throat>
0: Side saddle or bareback? <laughs> it looks like it looks like weird red. Peter Pan Buffon. Yes. You know, it's like little Peter Pan, like, crazy bedhead kind of in baby the Baby bird.
4: But like a more sophisticated baby bird hair. Yeah. And for
0: some reason, I love it. Yeah, okay. Oh, I can't get enough of it. I absolutely agree. It fits her character so well. It does. Yes. It fits her so well. And I Girl just... don't
4: got time to be dealing with long hair. She's an attorney. She, I'm just... With partners. That color. Yeah. yeah. I
0: also find, and this is a grand generalization, but sometimes... When a woman cuts her hair short, she's like, oh, I cut my hair short. I don't love the way it looks. But instead of being patient and letting it grow back out, she doubles down on it and cuts it even shorter and does like weird side projects with it. And I'm like, patience is a virtue, people. Let it
4: grow back out if you don't like it short. I've (laughs) heard you complain on more than four occasions about trying to grow your hair out a little longer.
0: And I doubled down. You and do, you always, you always
4: give up. Can, yeah. you, can you
1: guys imagine Miranda with long hair? What would that even look like? Seriously, what would that even look like? If Miranda had long hair, what? I
4: wish someone listening to this would like, like, perfect 365 yes. long yes. hair her and send us the picture. Like, if she
1: had long hair, what would she do? Like, how would she style it? I mean,
4: I've seen pictures of her, like...
1: I don't I mean, even mean Cynthia Nixon. I mean Miranda. Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. Fair enough.
1: But honestly, what would Cynthia Nixon look like with really long
0: hair? Uh, you know what? I actually know. And it's because <laughs> she cause. did this mini series called uh, fucking. Um, uh, whoa, uh, <laughs> she did this Your many face. years. Whatever it takes place in medieval times, medieval times, yeah.
1: medieval,
0: yeah. medieval. And uh, she has long Metadata. hair, and I think it just goes to show that neither Cynthia Nixon oh, nor Miranda should have long hair because I don't remember what it it's looks strange. like. I've I been remember. scrubbed but like a it, in it, it, Men was, it Black. was
4: It wasn't red, obviously either. It was like blonde.
0: Uh yeah, you're right. Ish, it was right? a blonde with a touch you of and all I red. Watched
4: that show.
0: Yeah, I it was called like it has the word world in it. The eight-hour miniseries,
4: World Without End. And we all remember medieval world. We remember yeah. her? Do we remember her hippie pigtails from Adam's Family Values? Yes,
1: I do remember that, and I take it all back. Yeah. I can see it now. But it's
4: not that long, and you can't even tell because it's in pigtails. So that's the,
1: that.
0: That's the first thing I know her from. Yeah. Let's talk anyway. about so. so Miranda kisses Fatty goodbye, but it's not the end of the scene. She then walks into the living room where she finds Steve and Scout sleeping Wh- on the couch.
1: Where, well, uh, technically where we find Steve. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we learn that Steve has been staying there for three weeks. Yeah. And that, 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 he's, that they've broken up, but Steve hasn't moved out. Because I yeah. guess
4: New York is uh, notorious for that. I mean, the way the voiceover makes it sound...
2: One of the unfortunate things about ending a relationship in an expensive city like New York is while you can emotionally move away from each other, you physically can't. Hey. I'm going to work?
3: Yeah, work. Sorry about waking you. What time is it? 6:30. Jeez.
2: Why so early? I got a brief due, so. There was nothing brief about it. Steve and Miranda had been doing the polite, avoid each other breakup dance for about three weeks.
4: You it, you, the, the, you don't have the luxury in New York of immediately just like moving apart from each other because apartments are so hard to find and they're so expensive yeah. or whatever. And especially yeah. add on to Steve is just not... Not a wealthy guy.
1: Well, I had some friends that just, just. This is like months ago now. Broke up and they lived together and they stayed. They continued to live together for Whoa. a couple months after and they shared a dog. and Now they split the dog every other week.
4: That's
0: they split the dog every other week.
1: You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs>
1: and eventually he moved out, but yeah, they they continued to live together for months I afterwards.
0: How do you that do so that? Interesting. I don't know. There's two. Uh, I, I I think I've said this on the podcast before, but when I break up with somebody, it's kind of like they have to disappear for a while. They literally have to just disappear. Miranda,
4: from my life. Miranda has that same exact attitude. She mm-hmm. says it in an episode where she's like, um, she's like, I admire people who can say like, we loved, I, we loved each other well, go prosper. But I'm more like. We didn't work out, you need to not exist. Yeah. Yes. That's what, so that yes. sounds like that's a Especially you.
0: Miranda and Steve, who broke up so amicably. There's such I I wouldn't
4: m- say that. I wouldn't say that either. They're so friendly to they each are other. Well, they're friendly but now. But the, breakup, the breakup. And you was... know, I kind of in some ways take issue, and I'm jumping ahead to the um, later scene uh, with Miranda and Steve, but I kind of take issue with the way that he kind of lets her off the hook um, by saying. We done good, or whatever it is he says. I
3: think we did pretty good. We did as proud.
4: I might argue, at least maybe, maybe, maybe they did. But the show, to me, the show didn't sell it to me as, uh, as that they both put in everything they could. Yeah. I kind of feel like that the issues they were they had in the last episode. I side with Steve. We, there's good stuff here. And she says not enough. Do you think, though, that yeah.
1: you're, you might think that because
0: you know eventually what happens? Yeah,
4: probably.
0: Yeah, maybe. But, Daniel, what do you think is the not enough that that Miranda is speaking to when she says there's not enough good stuff here?
1: I think, well, they broke up because I, I, they're fundamentally sort of different people, right? Yeah. And, you know, like opposites attract or whatever. So I think what she's saying, what was saying in that moment was, yes, we love each other and there's good stuff. Yes. But when it comes down to it, we're just two very different people. I might
4: posit that um, the differences between them were were really highlighted by where Miranda was in her life at that point. Because while what you're saying is probably true, uh, is definitely true that they're two very different people. I feel like Miranda was in the middle of kind of campaigning for partner. Not officially. Yeah, you don't campaign for that sort of thing. But, you know, she was working so hard, spending long hours around people in her office who were equally minded, very hardworking, educated people, you know, who she probably has some kind of camaraderie with. And she's she's so, so focused on this huge goal. Uh, And then coming home to Steve, who doesn't have any goals. Yeah. And I feel like um, they talk about it later you know when Miranda runs into Steve and she's like, "He's opening his own bar. Like, why couldn't he do that when we were together?" Mm-hmm. I feel like they pay that off later, but here it's not like we ever really hear her say to him, "Like, you should. Don't you have bigger goals?" Yeah. Um. But I think I'm 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 guessing here that maybe Miranda. Maybe the the differences in, between Miranda and Steve were highlighted so much by the by the transition Miranda was going through. In fact, because really going through such a huge transition like that, working so hard to achieve like the status of being a partner in a law in a major law firm is just a huge it's a huge difference in, yeah. in or a huge transition. I guess kind of like death a death or. They say, like, moving Moving. or Mm -hmm. someone dying or getting married or changing jobs or whatever. Like, that stuff is...
0: Well, and from Steve's perspective, he says this later in the show, uh, further down the line... The breakup with Miranda was the thing that pushed him to get serious about his life and to open the bar. So, in a sense, the breakup is the best thing that could have ever happened to Steve. Though we don't know that It all happened
1: the way it was supposed to, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Because this is real life. Yeah. Oh, these are...
2: Absolute real life. These people are real people. people. Of course they are.
0: And it was... This is the way God intended us. Yeah. Um... Let's let's just finish out the storyline because yeah. we sure. already dug into it. So, um, Steve's looking for a, a place. He's having a hard time finding it, so he's been sleeping on Miranda's couch. Uh, one night, uh, he doesn't come in until w- late. Well, something happens be- oh, oh, yeah, before yeah, 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 that. Right, yeah, right. oh, yeah.
1: um, Miranda... Offers to go with Steve to look at a place, yes. which I think and is what
4: you're referring to, Alec, when you say amicably because they are yeah. very amicable. Now. Once yes. they've decided to break it off, you're absolutely right, they're very amicable and very and mature.
1: He, and, and Steve says, Is that we like, is that weird? Yeah, yeah. and Miranda kind of says, No, I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. And as an audience member, I think, No, that's fine, that's that's probably fine for Miranda and Steve, but for me, I think, I, I was like, Oh gosh what's what tricky territory to be in yes. yes be like i need you to move out because you're breaking up but i'll help you look for a place here we go
4: i think and i also think like in some ways the way they handle the end of this relationship is kind of the proof that they should be together ultimately because she, he says you want to come help me look at apartment she says he says is that weird she goes no i think that's okay and then at the end of the episode which we'll come back to them searching but at the end of the episode she says i was gonna say say let's keep in touch but that's weird, right? And Steve's like, no, I think that'd be okay. Like, they're meeting yes. each other in the middle. Yeah. It's such magic. <gasps> it's total magic. But let's talk about that apartment search. Yeah, yeah
1: so th- they end up looking at a place that is uh, what Miranda calls, what, the dor- Dory to Hell? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the Steve corner is, of, is, sh- I don't remember. Yeah, It's sh- corner of Shit Street? West Shit Street? And depressing yes. The corner of depressing and West Shit Street. Yeah. Oh, this is just right. this is just off the top of my head. I didn't even write that down. Yeah.
4: My head tells me it's time for him to leave, but the idea of him moving to a basement apartment on the corner of depressing and West Shit Street breaks my heart.
1: And and Steve's
0: like, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. And,
1: <laughs> and Miranda's like, you can't live here. Yeah, it. I'll help you find a better place. You can't live here. It
0: literally yeah. looks like the bottom of a porta potty. It looks with terrible. prison. Windows. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. looks like a prison. Set. It did look yeah. like prison. That was really it clever. The way they shot it. Looks it. Like it's saw shot two. from outside. It does look exactly like. Like saw. I feel like
1: Steve's gonna just fall into a pit of needles.
0: Oh gosh, I want to play a game. <laughs> so, okay, so. Uh, so now they, they let's get to what apartment. you were going to so say. So, Miranda hears a message on her answering machine, and answering machines are going to play a big role in this episode. And one of the ways in which we do is someone from a bar that Steve I think she said her name to. was Mara. Mara. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah. that's what I, like I heard. Moira or Mara. I heard. I I heard. I might be completely wrong, but I thought I heard
0: Mara. Yeah. We had a good conversation. Do you want to hear some (laughs) Mora? Do you guys want
4: to do some sin and go to Sodom and Gomorrah? Nailed it.
0: So, uh, you know, Miranda has this kind of uncomfortable moment where Mora leaves an episode for Steve on her answering machine. She
4: leaves an an episode. She leaves uh, (laughs) an episode. I stand
0: by it. It She wrote she wrote a (laughs) spec, and so she just she was like interior hallway. (laughs) President Clinton meets with us? You come to me and ask me out on a
1: date. Tuesday. Yes, Alex. Kid
0: thing.
4: <laughs> oh, what a meat cute. Aww.
0: So, um, Miranda overhears this episode.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: Later that day, Miranda came home to something that was even harder to swallow. Delight.
4: Steve if this is
0: you call me I'd love to go to a movie sometime and uh it's kind of Octown. so uh the let's f-
4: talk about how Octown it is though like uh, yeah let's I mean do you know what I mean because I kind of was it.
1: like um Steve this isn't your number to give it's I Miranda's know. I,
4: that's how I'm I feel rude. and there's a moment on Friends like that where Rachel and Ross are living together still after the baby is born and she, on a whim, gives her number to some guy at the bar, and then the guy calls the apartment, which is Ross and Rachel's shared apartment, but really more Ross's apartment. She moved in with him and leaves a message. And he's like, "You gave me your number," and Ross—that's how Ross finds out Rachel's decided she's oh. going to date again. But I feel like, in both instances, I'm like, I'm like, out of just general out of respect, yeah. Don't give out that number. Totally. Oh my gosh.
0: Respeito portuguese for respect. Exactly. (laughs) If you want to hear any more about the Friends episode, listen to our other podcast, Chandler On, the Friends podcast. We're going to have to
4: work on that title. And don't you tease because there are people chomping at the bit for another podcast. And we ain't got the time right now. Okay,
0: so. I have the time. Daniel, have you ever run in Listen to my podcast. Have you ever run in. To an ex. And that ex with a new partner. Um. Yes. Don't tell the story. Moving on. Just
4: be silent. That's cool. It's fine.
1: Yes. I'm trying to think uh, about it. I. Yes. But it wasn't awkward. Okay. It's not, not. I have a couple times run into exes with their new partners or whatever. And. I can't remember a time where it was like, oh, no, or like, this is weird. I mean, it wasn't super comfortable, yeah, and it wasn't, like, super cool or whatever, but it's not like I threw hot coffee in their crotch. Have you ever
0: (laughs) had a breakup conversation and then stayed at that person's apartment after the breakup?
1: Um, No, but what I did do, which was very cool, was I, uh, this guy and I broke up, and I kind of didn't want to take no for an answer, so I um, killed him. I, he's dead.
4: <laughs> Is that the body I helped you bury?
1: No. Oh, um, that, was another, that was All another. That was another axe. Burying the axe. <laughs> <Lol. laughs> uh And and I said, and he was like, I you know, I, I, let's break up or whatever. And I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. And and then I just kept. This was also college, so things were who knows. But I I just kept going over to his apartment and hanging out with him every night until I convinced him that we'd be boyfriends again. Perfect. And it worked for a while, and then it went horribly
4: wrong. Oh,
0: God. Horribly, horribly wrong.
4: Bless you.
0: Bless us, everyone. So Miranda's (laughs) like, oh, man, this is weird. And one night, she's sleeping after really pushing Steve to get that apartmento, and... Scout is outside the the puppy that they
1: had got together. And Miranda's like, Steve, it's four a.m.
4: Which, by the way, bitch. Yeah. Because why is it Steve's fault that the dog is barking? I can understand. Listen,
0: listen. Come on now. Now it's
4: Miranda's cat is Steve's dog. I understand. It technically is his fault. However, uh. The dog just started barking. It's kind of like uh, I the other night, or last night, two nights ago, Alec and I were listening to a to music in this very apartment for, like, literally two minutes. Alec was playing uh, the brand new uh, intro to Carry On, actually, that mm-hmm. you heard at the beginning of this episode. For me, just to, like, let me hear it on the speakers or whatever, at 9.54 p.m., and our crazy downstairs neighbor banged on his ceiling with... Uh, broomstick. Let's all get on our broomsticks so and fly around, around on, on our broomsticks. Sticks. But like, it was incredibly premature. Alec and I have had a lot of discussions about it because two it minutes went on for two minutes. It, was like it wasn't going an on for an hour. Yeah, it it wasn't going on for that long. And so I kind of feel like her okay. immediate reaction of Steve, it's four a.m. is so harsh. It could just be like, oh, Steve's not taking care of this, and like take it in, take it into him, and like. Pat pat him on the shoulder if if in fact maybe Steve was asleep on the couch and didn't hear the dog. But like, she dude, turns the up.
0: corner and she finds
4: I that guess it's Steve point. Steve is not, not there. there. Yeah, Steve's not there at all. Which
0: I feel like it's his responsibility to take care, care of the, the dog, dog. or at least let Miranda know I feel like, like I'm Mar- not gonna be here tonight. One hundred percent.
1: Miranda's upset because I think the idea is that if the dog was had woken up and was needed attention that you know, obviously Steve would be because he was staying with Steve on the couch. Mm-hmm. Right. So if Steve just like slept through it, the dog was going to Miranda next yes. because like yes. he's Fair not enough. listening to me.
4: Yes, a
0: hundred percent. And you know, Steve
4: really this behavior on his part of like of of leaving and not telling her is really just proving her point that like he's very immature and not compatible with her at this point. In time. I think.
1: I think yes, and I think that. It's different if he. if the, I feel like it'd be different if the dog wasn't there.
3: Mm hmm. Like, yeah.
1: sure, stay out for all hours, stay out all absolutely. hours and do, do whatever you, what you want. want. But if you, you know you have that dog to come home, absolutely. Every, yes. Everybody I know that has a dog, like, it's like max three, four gotta hour get home hangout. They gotta get yep. back home to the dog. Absolutely. Yep. 100%. That's because yep. they's responsible. Yep. Yep.
4: Yes. And, and you're absolutely right. That's the point. Is he left the dog there, a puppy. A, a puppy. A puppy that needs. Yeah all kinds of attention. Ugh. Just left it there. From
0: around in the middle and the back again. I'm going to just zoom in 100%. Pure death. <sighs> um so let's talk about uh let's talk about so Charlotte? Steve so Steve moves out. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So Steve um He comes home, he's in a very, you know, appropriate looking suit with a kind of interesting red shirt It's kind of like a
1: mid-90s vampire look. (laughs) Yeah, it Uh
0: totally is. Yeah,
4: Buffy and Giles were at the bronze looking down at the people.
1: Angel could be wearing that if he was, like, feeling happy that day. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and it's like one of those things that they did in the 90s where they would take the shirt collar and they would put it outside of of the, the jacket. The jacket.
4: Yes, and Buffy says, you look like DeBarge. Yes. Yeah, I think we need check It was a reference here. I didn't get when I was a teenager. I still don't. Get I, don't it. I don't know, what, know what, it is. what you're talking about. I looked it up a while back, and then I forgot.
0: Debarge so. him! I barely know him. Hi, she Arthur. Oh,
4: we have hi. a kitty coming
0: to say hi. Hi,
4: Oh, you're acting crazy again.
0: Uh, so Steve and Miranda. Steve has found a place in, in the intervening time between do we
4: assume that he's like gonna go like stay at the ex- account executive order I, n-
0: I never thought that
4: I okay. didn't no. think
0: that but
1: what, what, what I think we need to point out is he comes home that morning and says to Miranda yeah I think it's time that I get I'm gonna get out of here today today, yeah, today yeah. But, it, but it happen. didn't occur to me that he would be going he would be staying with her I, I think.
4: don't think I don't think he is I think I'm you reaching can,
1: you can still you can see how much he loves her in that scene morning
4: morning I took the dog out already.
1: Thanks. Um, I was...
2: There's
4: coffee and, um, I I circled a bunch of apartments in the Village Voice that sound good.
3: I should probably get out of here today. Um, thanks for letting me sleep on your couch.
4: You're
0: welcome. Yep. Those tears he, bubbling he didn't up. He can't even
4: look at her. I was like, is he playing a blind person in this scene? Not to be inappropriate, but he barely, you know, like yeah. he's, uh, he's averting his eyes hardcore. And It's
0: a good scene. Can I point out, and this happens several times in this series, and it works for me every time. Whenever Miranda starts to say something and then says, never mind... Never more do I want to know what she was going to oh. say because it's always filled with emotion. You know she's about to be vulnerable for a second, and she's going to say something that you're just dying to hear, and you just want to suck straight from her soul. But she holds herself back, and, mm. and then
4: her eyes get glistening and glassy. Yeah, it's
1: what we t- we would talk about in acting clash. the yes before the no.
4: <gasps>
1: Ooh, it's you know beautiful. what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes
0: no starts off as a yes. Oh. Yes. I mean, Oof. no. Well, you, I mean, yes. Well, you, no.
4: Alex, <laughs> no means no.
0: That um, was no a complete sentence. You told me that about two hours ago. That's true. <laughs> um, thanks, Oprah. Um, you guys, let's talk Charlotte. a little bit about Charlotte. Yeah. Let's get into let's Charlotte. Let's talk about, sh- or, or as Kristen Davis would say, Charlotte.
4: Charlotte, she does. Oh, uh, Only when she's drunk and on Craig Kilborn. Now, Alec Daniel, do you play tennis? Okay. No. Okay. No.
0: <laughs> no is a complete sentence, Catherine. I don't right. have to explain myself, but I have tennis elbow in my knees, which is weird, but that's what my doctor said. Matthew and Dr. I went to Bill. tennis
1: camp. Really? And it was like day camp at church.
4: Um, The reason I was asking, as you know, Daniel, um, but if you're listening and you didn't just watch the episode, there's a scene where Bunny, Trey's uh, mom, asks Charlotte, do you play tennis? And Charlotte goes... Yes And she goes I like her yeah. And I was just thinking Kill me Kill
1: me That's so, not my life So Charlotte is ready To yeah. to seal the deal with Trey She is ready, and now, ready to go Now How long I mean really How long have they known each other At this point It two can't be two that or, long Two or three weeks yes. Something yeah. like that yeah, I'm try- I, I wanted I wish I wanted a number yeah, I wanted Miranda to say you it's been 3 weeks that, Yeah, but.
4: I'm sure that we could figure it out if we really sat down and thought about it, but I I I'm too lazy.
0: Oh, I'm definitely too lazy. But yeah, it's
4: been it's if it has been a I would be shocked if it's been a month.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean they do make reference to it in the in the diner scene. They don't they say do, the exact They date don't say the exact, they say, but they say it's
1: been v- very short.
0: Yeah, she Miranda's had pantyhose longer than this relationship. Yes, I don't know how long pantyhose
4: last. Well, they tend to they're infamous for running, meaning you get a little bit of a pick, and then and then they like they they get like ripped. Yes, okay. and and they're very fragile, and so you know when they when they run like that, they're done. So in the so 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 what she's run, saying is done. if you run your dunce so what she what Miranda's saying is you know pantyhose don't last very long at all Didn't
0: women used to put extra pant- I'm not trying to be funny here. Didn't women used to put extra pantyhose in their shoulder pads? Probably. I had heard.
4: I do I, I certainly didn't. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> um, shoulder pads are coming back. Have you heard this for men? What? Yeah, I read this in the latest GQ that men who have like sloping shoulders or, or not very broad shoulders, they're now putting shoulder pads in men's suits. Um, and on top of that, as a bonus, they're putting pantyhose in there just in case. <laughs> that's uh, just wishful
4: thinking on your part. Of I love
0: life. pantyhose. You do? Yeah, I do. I know that's that's probably What's your experience with pantyhose. Wait, pantyhose. You,
4: okay, wait. On, I'll tell on you why. Women, or you want to? I you refuse worn
0: them? to explain. No, I said it because I'm gonna explain. No, no, why. is
4: it Catherine?
0: Because I like I I'm a person who appreciates. Like a, a a good silhouette, and I'm a Persian. A Persian. <laughs> I'm Persian square. Um I was just I'm, there. I'm a person who appreciates like a very even tone. I don't even just mean with skin, but in this, um, in this instance, I am referring to that. Like Catherine and I were just at Saint Martin, and I was admiring the people on the beach who had very even tans. Have you ever seen a person whose tan is so even? And you're like, it's almost an occupation. Like, clearly, they yes. spent a lot of time on this. And, and because, they're going to die.
4: Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of these people were very leathery. And they had, they, they the tan was so even, like, even on their tits because people were naked, yeah. that you were like, you've spent so much time outside naked. And, yes. like,
0: so much so that the areola, that's a fancy word for nippy-nip, was lighter than the surrounding breast Wow. And, that's so fun. But, is it?
4: I mean, or or leathery.
0: I mean, I was just thinking about brown tits with pink nips. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. fun. That's definitely um, fun. That's a beautiful rhyming sentence, by the way. What <laughs> yeah. a couplet. Um, Thank you. But uh, my point, back, going back to pantyhose, is that you can have that beautiful, even tone Without having to kill yourself out in the sun,
4: uh huh. And but with, then your legs are a different color than the rest of your body. No, the flesh ones. So?
0: No, I mean it's
1: not like people are. It's not like people will look at your legs and be like, "Wow, they have some even skin tone." They're gonna say, "Wow, she's wearing look at those panty-hose. pantyhose." Yeah. Yeah, give me her
0: number. Where's <laughs> she at?
4: Alec, I had no idea. I'm gonna have to go out and buy some pantyhose. I wish you would, girl. There's a whole. Let flesh- me get in my time machine.
1: Um Panty- I but what's the difference between pantyhose and tights? This uh is well definitely... tights
4: are well, I mean I
1: kind of know the answer to that but I
4: I I mean there's not really a difference they're interchangeable but like mm, when I think about You guys are wrong. When I think about tights I think about like modern day like fancy ones that have like fun designs on them or like black ones that are like thicker i think tights tend to be thicker thicker and and
1: pantyhose are like you just put them on and they immediately rip
4: yes exactly (laughs) yes don't you
0: remember how your mom used to buy pantyhose in an egg in the the egg yeah yes that really messed me up for a long time (laughs) it was like alien yes i still have nightmares about this yeah it's not a face face hugger it's a waist hugger wow Wow. Bye. (laughs) bye Yeah. Um let's so let's talk about Charlotte. Yeah. So I don't know how we got into Pantyhose, but <laughs> God bless you. you, Alec,
4: for taking a thing.
0: Charlotte sale. is itching for that ring on her finger. Yes. And she
4: brings it up because they're at the coffee shop and Carrie's talking about Big, which we'll get to later. So Miranda makes the comment that um, you know, Big Big Carrie is explaining that Big is saying that he wants to leave his wife. And Miranda we'll get says, there. "We'll we'll get there." But Miranda says, "Well, that's what happens when you jump too quickly into a relationship." And Charlotte is very quick, and I'm sure Miranda wasn't thinking of Charlotte. Yeah. But, but Charlotte says, "I, I resent, resent that. that." Yeah. Trey and I are nothing like and, and that. And Miranda's
1: like, "Well, <laughs> yeah, sorry." I love that
4: Miranda doesn't pull any punches either. Yeah. She's just like, "Yeah, that's my opinion. Like, maybe I'll support you, but I yeah. do believe, you know, that this is ill-advised." But yeah, Charlotte ass. is. C- she's completely nonplussed or the opposite of nonplussed. Whatever the correct. Uh, plus. Plus. Yeah. She's plussed. Because she says, she goes on to say, "I not only do I resent that, Trey and I are very much in love, but I think he's this close. Tell yeah. yeah.
0: I'm going to meet the mother and then post-mother, I'm feeling like I'm going to get that little thing on my little ring finger. Yes, meaning a ring. Yeah. Mm. And that ring represents marriage. She gonna... They're gonna get married is what's gonna happen. And she knows it. She feels it so... So they
1: they go to lunch. She meets Bunny McDougal... Bunny's um, asking about tennis. Tennis. Back tennis. to tennis. Like, mm-hmm.
0: Charlotte, Bunny, bu- you must play
1: tennis. She's, She's like, a big Yes, old- I'm
4: fancy in the way that you need me to be.
1: I, Bunny's bow bothers me a whole. Her big lot. bow.
4: Bunny's she, big bow. Is she, that the, the name of your band?
1: No, it's Bunny's big pink bow. Yeah. yeah. It really bothers Tell me, me. Why? It bothers Bunny's you. a big
4: fan of big bows.
1: It's it's the, it's that type of thing where it's like old ladies. With their pantyhose. Yeah. Are dressing almost like, like children. school children. It's yeah. very strange. Like her, you know, she, I almost want to be way, wearing like a way, little sailor girl outfit.
4: Yes. And the way her hair is done in a lot of these episodes. Like she's with ringlets. And it's the way it's pulled back with ringlets. She looks like a doll. But because... you are in that
1: chair, Blanche. You are.
0: Yeah. You so know, she's like she's, what she's, whatever yeah. happened to baby Jane. Yeah.
4: <laughs> That's. Exactly. She's Um,
0: old. She's dressing like a child. She's Benjamin Bowton. All right. Okay. Now. Okay. Yeah, so we meet Bunny McDougal. And Bunny McDougal is a great ancillary character on Sex and the City. She is. We'll get to know her well. Yeah. We'll see the foibles. We'll see the frolicking. We'll see the funny that comes from Bunny. I don't like Bunny. Oh,
4: well... Uh, and and but I but i I am with you she's obviously she's very I annoying get but why I like she's the there. purpose she serves sure yeah. of course she's and, a great villain and the first the first purpose she serves the first um, the first real aspect of her character that we see is how much of a helicopter mom she is yes um, yeah. and later we see her like in the room when Trey is bathing like we know that she was very. She's a very, she's a very hovery mom, Mm -hmm. and she demonstrates that. The first time Charlotte and Trey meet, Trey goes to order Uh, Glenlivet, whatever, whatever. is that scotch?
3: Yeah. Well, if you insist on dragging us down memory lane, I'm getting a real drink, excuse me. Uh, Glenlivet rocks, please. Yes, sir. Maybe you should have a red wine instead.
1: Better for the heart.
4: Alrighty. Uh, and she says. She
1: immediately grabs his arm. Why? Bunny grabs his order arm order and says. Red, red wine. wine. It's
4: better for the heart. Which isn't Trey a cardiologist anyway? He yeah, would he know is. that. But he says.
0: Alrighty. Sh- yeah. And, and
4: Charlotte's like, oh. She sees us. What we
0: learn is if Bunny says it, you're going to hop to it. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Uh,
1: yeah, so if Bunny grabs and rubs his arm a little bit and just offers him a different suggestion from the choice he wants to make, d- Trey will change his mind. And he'll say, all righty. Yeah. He yeah. does. It happens again minutes later. Yeah. And yeah. they're talking about where they're going to go to dinner and, and she's like, oh, we're going to this place. And Bunny's grabs his arm and goes, mm, I think you should go to this place. Instead. Even
0: though Trey was really excited about Looking that. Looking all, all
4: week to cloche
0: yeah Mm. and they go it's kind of
4: like Alec wanting to go to salt and straw and me rubbing his hand and saying don't you I went to salt and straw disappointing ice cream and the floats were rude and then he and I'm like maybe you should go to yogurt land instead and he says
1: no way we're going (laughs) (laughs) to salt and straw you just stole my joke
4: I was gonna say he he was gonna say no fuck you bitch we're going to salt and straw which is an ice cream place. If we haven't mentioned it before on this podcast, honestly, shame on us. But it's uh, it's incredible.
1: It's a really great place, and
4: Alec looks forward to it all the time.
1: Yes, in the March
4: is what I was getting are... at.
1: I know the March flavors. I are know. Here. So...
4: You guys, if you're listening to this and you've never looked into Salt and Straw, they're in their Portland brand of ice cream uh, shop, an ice cream shop that uh, is now in L. A. They have a few. They have more locations than just the two, but. They have uh, some really lovely classic flavors, but then they have these int- uh, these chain changing flavors every month. And last March, they had a flavor called Pots of Gold and Rainbows, and it's um, just the marsh. So, imagine you take just the marshmallows from. Um, Lucky Charms cereal and you like reduce them and make it into a cream which you turn into ice cream and then you fold in like new marshmallows that are going to stay in their hole so you can crunch on them Uh, and then I'm going to kill myself while masturbating because it's the most incredible ice cream I've ever put in my mouth and you should go look up on their website and read all about it.
0: Yeah I'm going to kill you while masturbating too. (laughs) Uh, so Charlotte, I read a
4: lot of true crime. Sometimes things <laughs> just pop out of my mouth. Daniel knows.
0: So Charlotte sees the method that that Bunny uses to influence Trey's decision making, and she decides at this dinner where she's just sure that Trey is going to ask for her hand. And well, he's taking his time, and he keeps getting interrupted, and and he she says just breathlessly,
4: can't... "Charlotte," and she says.
0: And Charlotte can be patient no more. Wait, can we just, before, right yes, before we get me. there,
1: can we talk about what led to that moment where he was, he he yes. didn't like the salad he had, he was eating a salad, didn't like it, decides to yep. order, like, a different salad, and...
4: By the way, sh- who does that, but go on. Right,
1: Charlotte wants to try Bunny's tactic immediately, grabs... Yep. Grabs his arm and says, "Why don't you get the tomato basil instead? It's sweeter." It's sweeter, and he goes, "Alrighty, alright." And then they bring the tomato basil salad over, and it's just some prop, prop <laughs> slices plastic of green
4: to- lettuce and tomatoes on top.
1: No, it's pla- it's green leaves from yeah. a plastic plant. Yes, <laughs> and um. Uh, Plastic-sized tomatoes laid on top of it with no dressing, no, and no it, still, vinegar. it still looks delicious to me. Yeah, and
0: and Trey says it looks delicious, which lets me know he's definitely blind, and that's a whole other issue we're gonna it have looks to insane. tackle. I I think it looks good, and I mean it's trash, but it looks great. <laughs> it looks um,
4: like fake. Like it looks clay like fake prop food, food yes. from like when you were a kid. Maybe that's why you're into it. Yeah, it, it looks like, like yeah. it was something that
1: would be along with that sort of like baby bottle thing with the milk, and if you flipped it upside down, the milk. would disappear oh, oh I, I love, love that. that it's like that
4: it is like that
1: and so he's eating it and say, saying how how it was like how divine the basil is or something like that and he he says he, i can't remember what trey says to her but he said something like why is it do you make everything so perfect or yeah. something yeah yeah you know this is the right choice and and she's waiting for him you to know, say it you
4: know what i need before i need yeah, yeah. and
1: he's, the waiter comes by yeah and interrupts for a second. A basil. Yeah! Interrupts them and and then she just kind of blurts out, I
0: I think we should get married. And Trey says,
4: Alrighty. And
0: And Charlotte is sent into a a wave of horror comes over her face. A serious stupor because Charlotte's all, if we know anything about Charlotte, she's all about the romantic ideal. And she's thinking, well, when I tell this story to my kids, I'm going to say that I proposed to myself and he said alrighty? This is a terrible story. People
4: put a lot of pressure on proposal stories.
1: So she shows up to Carrie's apartment and they have this kind of sad, kind of hilarious conversation.
4: I'm engaged. Oh my god, really?
2: Oh, that's wonderful, sweetie. I proposed to myself. What? Yes, I suggested you have a tomato salad. Then I suggested we get married. Wait, what exactly did he say? Alrighty. Alrighty. He said alrighty. Now I'm thinking the upsetting thing isn't that you proposed; it's that you proposed to a guy who says alrighty. Oh, Carrie, stop!
4: Alrighty.
1: Mm-hmm. Where she, you know, she's like, I'm in, en- I'm engaged, and Carrie's like, Oh. She's such a
4: supportive friend. She goes, Oh, oh, that's so wonderful. Congratulations!
1: Sweetie. And how did it happen? She was, and then. Charlotte's I like, I, I propose, and, and she's like, what did he say? And and Charlotte says, all righty. Yeah. And Carrie's like, I don't know what we should be more concerned about. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, this is
0: serious. And Carrie goes, all, all righty. I
4: <laughs> love that. <laughs> it's my favorite it's, moment of the episode. It was incredible. Yeah. And I think it's it's lovely because I it, I do think Carrie's genuinely excited for her friend, despite the fact that it's not her Thing it's not the way she might do it, but she uh, or you know Carrie, marriage is just not in the brain for her. But she's so happy for Charlotte because she knows that's what Charlotte wants. And then, you know, Charlotte is clearly like in a tailspin, and Carrie can see that. And she's joking, not to be a selfish asshole, but to like lighten the mood because Charlotte can't get out of this one-track kind of mind sort of situation. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just really charming.
1: It is. It's charming, and it's one of those moments when when. Uh, when Carrie responds with the alrighty, yeah, it's one of those moments. It's one of the few moments I think in the in the rare moments that happens in this series where it's almost like a sitcom joke, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, that that Carrie's choosing to say in real life. Yes, yeah, you know, and nobody's laughing, especially right. not Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, I love those moments. Me it's too. It's really wonderful. I do too. It's so satisfying.
0: And so Trey, maybe he senses that there's something. That, that wasn't perfect about that moment but I don't think so I, I think he's kind of oblivious to that sort of thing
4: yeah I guess it could go either is. way because
1: Charlotte's clearly clearly upset as they're we, we cut to them walking down the street and Charlotte looks amazing she yeah.
4: looks gorgeous and, and she's got a bow on her dress and she's kind of pouting and
1: yeah. they're walking down the street and, and Trey stops them in front of Tiffany's and is like I think we should stop here and then Charlotte's like, oh? And he's yeah. like, I think we should go in there and you should pick out the most beautiful ring you can find. And, and Charlotte says. And it's like so a magic moment where she's like, and now she'll tell her children that out of nowhere, he, he, he proposed he, to her in front of He Tiffany's, proposed her in front of Tiffany." And
0: she said, all righty. Cut, print, check that's, the gate. That's
1: some, that, that's some good it's stuff. It's romantic. Yeah. It's really sweet. There's some good stuff here. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Not enough. I mean, if you, and if we cut forward to when Charlotte... And Trey finally, like, really finally fully end things. She's like, why did you want to get married to me? And he's like, because I knew I'd never find anybody better than you. And I, I'm i not sure I ever wanted to get married to anyone, but I knew that no one would be better than you, so I thought yeah. this would be great, you know? That's and sweet. I think that's very sweet. That's and, I, and I think you see that that is kind of evidenced in those moments where she says, maybe we should get married, and he says, all righty. And it's genuine. He's like, Yeah. Because that's what people do, and I'm not getting any younger, and I'm putting words in his mouth, but.
1: Well, you know what's not sweet? Tell me. Do I have to? Oh, are uh. we going
0: to blow our load on this already? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Samantha's storyline, I, I think it's
1: so, so it's funny to me that, I mean, it's perfect. It's exactly the way it should be. I feel like Miranda has this, you know, momentous sort of, You know, sad, life-changing sort of episode where it's like, well, Steve's out. Steve's gone. Charlotte gets engaged. Yeah. Yep. You know, to be married to the love of her Mm -hmm. life at this point. And, I mean, we'll get to what happens with Carrie. Yeah. And then Samantha just has had some, given some (laughs) blowjobs.
4: That's right. And you know what? But she brings it to the group as, like... A serious issue. I'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting spunk. Yes. And they're one. They're like, ugh. And she's like, "You're my girlfriend's. Help me." Yeah. It's serious for her.
1: It's such a fun classic Sex and City. Plot, subplot, yes. where Samantha's dating a guy with the
0: funkiest tasting spunk. Which, which is what is people such who a don't great...
4: remember that much about the show remember. It's
0: the clip yes. they
1: show in the beginning of the first movie. That's
0: yes. Right. I, don't get me wrong, I, I do like this storyline, but something about it left a bad taste in my oh. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there's some moments where, where
1: what Samantha says uh, towards the end of the episode with Bobby Cannavale about they don't call it a job for nothing yeah, yeah.
4: incredible
1: that's my second that's, part of this episode that's, Bobby
4: Cannavale who by the way is married to Rose Byrne or maybe they're not married but they're dating oh they have yeah. been for a long time Th- is that him, true I always yeah. think of when he was he was true. with
0: Sutton Foster for a while
1: Are Really? You serious yes uh, I don't know why
0: but I find that hard to swallow oh. <laughs> Oh, I almost um. did a spit take. <laughs> 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 so, wow. Catherine, talk us through this storyline. <laughs>
4: okay. I will. Um, so so I I take okay. So Samantha is dating this guy. Samantha loves giving head. There's not much Samantha doesn't love doing. Except yeah. we do know that, um later the when when Miranda doesn't want to do that with the guy who wants her to lick his butt, Samantha says um, that she would never do it back to them, but she enjoys getting her anal linguist. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, lingist is a verb.
1: Colonel Angus. C-
4: Colonel, Colonel Angus. <laughs> um, so she but but there Samantha enjoys enjoys pleased to give some more head. Please. She loves giving head. Um, and she's giving head and things are hot and heavy. She's giving head to this guy who's like cuts the coming attractions for movies, Nailed which it. I think is Lol. very funny. Um and she gets a mouthful of something not so good. Yeah. And I have a problem with the fact she tells the girls he's healthy and I don't swallow. Because she's she literally swallows in that first scene. And then yes, how could, like... she does it multiple times on camera. But 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 more importantly, even if she doesn't, if she holds it in her mouth and then spits it out, she, she has it in her mouth long enough to understand how it tastes then how is that any safer than swallowing it?
1: I don't under... I, you I didn't You can get still that. catch I something don't if it's it in your
4: mouth. Like, it doesn't make sense. It not make sense to me. I'm just correcting what they said in the episode for any of our younger listeners who think, like, oh, if I spit it out, nothing bad gets in my mouth. No, if you're licking it enough to taste it and know that it tastes like asparagus gone bad or something, then fucking... They'll weird. find his yeah. DNA
1: in your dead body. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
4: No
0: question. But so The blue dress.
4: She, rather than making this guy feel badly and like, you know, whatever, she proceeds with her evening. She likes this guy. And she yeah. goes to the ladies and says, I'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting spunk.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're what all grossed
4: idea. out. Carrie yeah. cancels not Charlotte immediately splitting. gets up
1: and leaves. That That's is, to a great me, genius. one of the most yeah.
4: amazing. And I, in some ways, like, I Charlotte think Like, Charlotte leaves that, and
1: never comes back. <laughs>
4: yes. And I think, in, and, and Miranda says, and she's never coming back, which I yeah. think is so funny. It's so good. And I feel like they must have really... Like pushed for this moment and needed this moment in the episode because the stuff with Carrie gets so heavy later, and I and and they they know that the the ensuing episodes are going to be fucking brutal for us to get through. So, I mean, like, I just love this. It's such a broad comedy moment where she's just fucking done.
1: Well, that's, you know, I think they tie the title into that, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, exactly. Yes.
4: Um, And Mar- uh, g- g- Charlotte is at the height of, like, romance. And Samantha's like, joy juice. And yeah. Char- Charlotte's like, fuck this shit. And Demelie so, walks
0: out. Yeah. Samantha, being very proactive, decides she's going to take... This dude to uh, this wheatgrass.
1: Like health restaurant. Health to, restaurant, she, she, yeah. You know, she comes She comes up with a theory or someone does that, you know, it's based. It's what you eat, right? Well, yeah. Which and is it, true. That's true, totally true. I, yeah. My first thought was just have him drink pineapple juice. That's yeah. what I've
4: always heard. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, I just need everyone to know. Um, Alec,
1: let's try it. Let's uh, do
4: it
0: now. I just need
4: everyone to know that I. Uh,
0: you Googled it?
4: No, I looked up. Oh, oh, someone boy. someone references healthysperm.com. Uh, yes, uh in the episode mm-hmm. and I just have to let you guys know that the domain healthy sperm.com is for sale to purchase call afternick.com at +1 781 373 6847 or 855 click here for more details healthysperm.com. sperm.com. would love healthysperm.com
0: healthy sperm.com to redirect to carryonpodcast.podbean.com if anyone any purchase our it. Yeah. <laughs> sure, <laughs> do that. Let's make that happen.
4: But uh but yeah, so Samantha's like Ever game, ever G good yep. game and giving. Ever mine, she,
1: ever thine, she, ever, ever ours. ours. And so she takes him to this health restaurant. They do wheatgrass shots, and he does not like the taste. Long. And Samantha asks the waiter how long it takes for the wheatgrass to get in your system, and yeah.
4: And she's hungry for that joy juice, and when he yeah. tells her it's maybe an hour and a half, she's excited. She's yeah. like, mm, let's, let's, let's let's hurry up. Let's eat
0: so this she gobbles his noglin. And uh, he. It doesn't work. It doesn't work.
4: No. She makes another face as she's, quote, not swallowing it. Yeah, well.
1: mm, Yes, yes. And so then. It's time for the third blowjob. Yes. And he's
0: sort of like this pushing is set, her a, head down. So they're but hooking Daniel, up again later. reacted
4: physically because he grabs her shoulders and starts pushing them down towards and the she I side. I don't like no. that. Yeah, neither do I. If, I don't
0: like that. He he needs, don't push your head exactly, down there. Exactly. He needs to pay attention and respect it if she sperms his advances. <laughs> wow.
4: How do, you, how do you come up with these so fast? <laughs> That's what she said. Seriously, um, <laughs> and
1: so she says basically says no, and he was like, what's your problem? Are you one of those two blowjob chicks?" Yeah, yes. you, you put
4: all the blowjobs in the coming attractions yeah. that w- I won't see in the feature. I'm you know, like, is that a thing? That, well, I, I, w- I want to say
0: a thing. I do want to say it's 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 not something I've experienced personally, but it is a trope I always see in Absolutely. movies and TV shows where it's like, when we first dated, woo, her mouth was on my ding dong. But the day I put a ring on her finger, woo, her mouth was as far away from my ding-dong as possible. I think that's
4: a direct quote from the English patient. Yeah,
0: it yes, is. That's
1: correct. Yeah. From medieval times. <laughs> from American. medieval
4: times. Uh, but I do, I do, Daniel, think that that's... Um, that's a thing? That, that you know, I, I don't want to be reductive and head toward territory that's like, girls, you know, have lower libidos, because I don't think that's always true for every girl. But... Um, I do think that, that that is a complaint that I've read on like Reddit, so the subreddit relationships, mm. or low or dead bedrooms. Or it's like or only when it's his
1: anniversary, it. low. Exactly. Like, that's our anniversary low. Or his birthday. But yeah. in
4: order to like kind of hook a guy, a girl will like be more giving and open mm. up that butthole or what or give them blowjobs oh, or yeah. something. Um, obviously, it's that's only been buttholes his and experience. blowjobs in my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well.
0: You know what I realized? (laughs) I realized that Samantha's storyline is about blowjobs, and Charlotte's is about handjobs because she has to give the handjob to Trey. That's right. That's sweet about that.
1: So thematic. So Bobby Cannavale's character. It, you know, is, is like, ooh, just come on and do it. Yeah. And Samantha's like, oh, you want to know why? I'm not that type of girl. It's because it tastes terrible. It's yeah. yeah. like, of all the excuses I've ever heard. And she says,
4: I, how dare you? I love giving
1: head. And has a like this amazing mini monologue. You
4: men have no idea what we're dealing with down there. Teeth placement and jaw stress and suction and gag reflex. And all the while, bobbing up and down, moaning, and trying to breathe through our noses. Easy? Honey, they don't call it a job for nothing. All the while, breathing through our noses moaning and breathing. moaning, honey.
1: B- they will call it a job for nothing. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. And it's Kim
4: Cattrall at her absolute yes, prime best And prime. so
1: she says, I'll strike a deal with you. If you can handle the taste, then I can handle the taste. Yeah. Which is uh, so funny to me. And he, he very was very funny. Ugh. I just remembered something that um, I wrote a note down. I think it was the second blowjob. That he does mm-hmm. it, that that she gives him a blowjob and he's, like, in front of a mirror. which yes. <laughs> I thought that was interesting that he's, like, looking at himself in yes. a mirror.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought that was he interesting. to see
4: his own coming attraction.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so he was like, all right, fine, I'm up for it. Cut to him, like, tasting something. Well,
4: it's not so simple. He says...
1: Oh, that's right. He says, "No, that's gay. gay." And she and oh. Smith so
4: quick with a response. It's not gay if it's you, which I think is pretty <laughs> pretty funny. Even though it pisses me off that he thinks it's gay to taste his own jizz, because I kind of feel like, and I could be wrong, but I kind of feel like like plenty of straight guys, whether they'd want to admit it or not, have probably tasted their own. Just Alec. Oh, interesting.
0: We're just question. looking at you, Alec. Um. Oh my gosh, I I hate to disappoint you but I haven't and not because I don't think it's gay uh, oh,
4: so you do think it's gay? It's because I do think it's gay. <laughs> it's because and I'm terrified I think it's very gay. of gay.
0: I'm terrified of being gay. It's why I got my ear pierced on the right. left side. Right is wrong. Right is wrong. We're just that, referencing that drives, our last episode. That it's, so me really it's, it's, it's so dumb. Really crazy. It's really dumb. Uh, uh, it's just sick. But
4: but yeah, I mean, whatever. Obviously, it's dumb that he says that's gay. But I also think it's real that he says that's gay. And she's like, I just mean, like, I think yes. some guys are dumb. Of enough course. To say that. Of course. Or they insecure are. enough, or whatever, and she's and she says it's not gay if it's you, which is a genius response. And he tries it and says, "Oh,
3: I'm uh, okay with it." Yep. And then she <laughs> just and
1: she, so she goes, Then okay. she immediately goes. So are we to believe that they just? Uh, uh,
4: she immediately, he's right, I guess his his re his recoil time or whatever <laughs> is, like, immediate. Is about, is, is just not,
1: just, I'm not kidding, it's about 10 seconds. 10 seconds, yeah. Cause he's
4: just had an orgasm, tasted his own Which jizz, that's and she's fine. like, well, yeah. I mean, he's he's a pretty cool, he's a cool guy, I think, like the, if that's the case. Yeah, that's
1: fine. Good for you, guy. I, I don't know, I, but I was...
4: Refractory st- period, that's what I was Refractory period? Wow. That's what Dan Savage calls it, I yeah. believe, wow. when the time between when like how g- girls and guys refractory periods are so different because mm. women can go immediately again generally and guys need a little bit of time.
1: Yes, so. yeah, I don't think I don't think that's out of the question and or whatever, but it did surprise me that immediately it would go like yes. not even waiting.
4: I had that thought too.
1: It's like, oh, okay. Well, here we and go. She just pulls his yeah.
4: underwear back and just puts her face <laughs> in his pubis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I
0: mean, and that's the end of that story. We all laughed yeah.
4: really hard. All right, uh, here we are.
0: Here line. we are. We're doing it. doing it. Actually doing it. Harry Radshaw. So, uh, you know, to to dig the knife into our gut even harder, mm, they open sex. this episode with a pretty darn cute scene between Carrie and Aiden.
1: I think it's cute, and I, but I, I think it's also a little bit... I don't know. The booth bitch thing is so weird to me. I
4: wrote down... So the, I like it, though. She says it multiple times. Yeah, you were but giggling. She, but she says, but says it so time,
1: many times. The yeah. first
4: time she says it, and I'll never be able to explain this or prove it, but the first time she says, uh, I'm your booth bitch... <laughs> uh, it's I, so I funny. I feel there. like... I feel like Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't like saying booth bitch.
1: Interesting. First I don't know all, many people that would love to say booth yeah. bitch. No.
4: But I but I but I get the impression that that SJP specifically not That's Carrie doesn't love saying yes. that. But also I do know for a fact that um, like that that SJP and MPK like kind of, or maybe it's just SJP. Doesn't like to curse a lot. It doesn't like to have Carrie curse a lot. It's used selectively. She doesn't like
0: to have Carrie say the f word. a Okay, lot, which is also appropriate. she says it later.
4: Yeah, yeah. we'll Apropos get to that. This yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, whatever. Booth, bitch, well, let's booth bitch, let's booth
1: explain bitch. what that is. So yeah. we're we're at the what is it? I wrote it designer. Down. The, the new the, the new, new designers designer. showcase. Yeah. And Aiden is showing off some of his furniture. His um. Chunky, almost oppressive
0: it's furniture. Oppressive.
4: Almost oppressive. She yeah. says, "Oppressive furniture." Was oppressing
0: me. I was triggered. And so, and so Carrie is there with her hoop
1: earrings and her see-through shirt. Yes. To just kind of like just help him sell his furniture, and that's where she jokes. He's like, "This is my booth or whatever." And she's, just, yeah. eh, "What am I? am I? I'm your booth bitch." Yeah. And yeah. she says it three times. She does.
0: Yes. Whilst, like, getting flirting. to various different bases. So, yeah, they're almost they, they're, like, they're doing
1: really... it on, on, a, on a
4: desk. Which I yeah. think is extremely important. And here's why. Because, oh. so, you know, they're Conspiracy showing Carrie theory. and Aiden are, uh, are, you know, she's got her legs spread in public. Yes. And he's, like, kissing on her. And Number
1: 17, I the feel... spread eagle. Yep.
4: Splits. Um,
1: flip flops the one right after the <laughs> other. <laughs>
4: Uh, and I think they are making an effort to show us that Carrie is not sexually unsatisfied.
0: Mm. Carrie and
4: Aiden are very much attracted to each other. Yes,
0: yeah, got. They yeah. are
4: flirting. She's turned on by him. Mm. Uh, they have She's flirty convo. She's says yeah. booth bitch. Uh, they're showing us that Carrie and Aiden are very much into one another because I think that's I think that's important to establish based on what all happens later Mm,
1: yes Uh, yes so so Aiden leaves to go do something and Carrie looks over and sees Big and Natasha Mm mhm
0: and she falls off the desk yes and Great hides. physical comedy. Yeah. Hides. She hides under the desk. She doesn't know what else to do. She pretends do. to
4: be like dusting the desk or something.
1: And well, I think she's just hiding at first until Big and Natasha come over. And Natasha is, as we were mentioning earlier, commenting on the furniture, saying it's clunky and almost oppressive. <laughs> and and when
4: it becomes obvious that like they're gonna see her, she pretends to be like polishing. And Big or something. sort of yeah.
1: peeks around and says like, "Oh." He
4: says, "What the fuck?" Yeah. yeah. Which is an extreme reaction, but I suppose he really is surprised to see her there. Yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, they 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 proceed to have this kind of uncomfortable four way conversation when well not well back first over. I have to say yes. that Carrie's yeah.
1: like oh this is hi um this is this is my boyfriend's furniture I'm his yeah. booth bitch <laughs> yeah and both Big Natasha are like what and she's like it's just like it's funny it's this inside joke I just is like an inside joke I, I get it. it.
4: I, I love Carrie being so flustered and such a so girl. flustered, yeah.
1: And so Aiden comes over and and Natasha's like, "Oh, we were just looking at your furniture. It's fantastic, but not really our style." Yes, and uh, Aiden tries to introduce himself and. Carrie's like,
0: this is Natasha, and before we even get to Big's name. She spills coffee all on his ding dong, which she tries to clean up, and Natasha's like, no, that's my job yeah, now. Yeah, she like,
4: go, cause she goes. Carrie goes to clean it up yeah. for him, and Natasha's like, no, I got reaction. it. And Carrie's
0: like, uh, I'm sorry, I just, I was there,
1: I was there, I, uh, 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 like, doesn't know what to do, doesn't know what to say.
0: Yes. Yeah, so Natasha and Big disappear. Aiden says, who was that? She says, oh, somebody from my old life. A million years ago but the way that she looks at big oh. as Aiden's holding her tells Oof. the whole story holding, and they're squeezing another moment each other where tight. she
4: looks uh when they're all four standing there when she looks over or no it's right before Aiden walks up she's looking at big and Natasha and it's hard to explain but the look on Carrie's face is very like kind of needy or something Ooh. yeah she's like looking at the two of them searching for like A connection she can see Mm -hmm. that's like what what do they have that we didn't have, you know? Like it's weird. uh, Go watch it again and tell me I'm wrong. The one that got away. So
0: then Big proceeds to get drunk at the new designer showcase and And find his way back to Carrie.
4: Daniel Boone.
2: Where's Paul Bunyan? If you're referring to my boyfriend, he's doing business. Ooh, he's a big where he learn to whistle like that? How many drinks have you had? Not nearly enough. So, how are you? I'm great. Uh, and Daniel Boone, is he a nice guy? His name is Aiden. Where's your sense of humor? Where's your wife? Guarding her bid on the silent auction. She's got her eye on a beige chair Everything in my apartment is now beige Beige is bullshit. I thought you wanted beige. Yeah, well it doesn't quite Fit have you got a smoke? I quit. Oh, we always used to share a cigarette together We did a lot of things that were bad for me together I have a secret to tell you it's not working i'm getting out if you know anyone who's interested you should really keep that to yourself no one is interested in that information
0: and he tells carrie that Natasha likes teeny tiny furniture, and she likes it, everything in
4: beige. He's like
1: everything, everything in my apartment's a is beige. And, in and a there's sub- these killer I lines. You yeah,
4: liked beige. Yeah, yeah.
1: She's like, I thought you wanted beige. Yeah, beige, beige, beige. <laughs>
4: Every beige.
1: everything is beige. Now um, it's not a word anymore. The by beige the way. We've said carry two.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: my favorite color. Wow, <laughs> what would you say?
4: <laughs> the beige carry two. <laughs>
1: So, um... (laughs) This gets funnier and funnier the more I think about it. (laughs) Neon beige. Wow. My favorite color is neon beige.
4: So... But yes, you're right. There's a bibbity bobbity. There's a bibbity bobbity. But but it's like they're talking
1: about furniture, but they're not talking about the furniture. That's right. It's a scene. It's a
4: standoff. It's violent. And
1: and Carrie's like, "Have you? Have you? Like, how much you had to drink?" And Big's like, "Not enough." Yeah. And takes like a like a magazine and rolls it up and like speaks to the magazine and goes, He's like, "I have two things to tell you." No, he says,
4: "It's not working. I'm I'm getting getting out." out." Yeah, and he says no. I have two know pieces anybody, of information oh,
1: that yeah. If you know anybody's interested, I have two two piece two pieces of information to tell you. And she says nobody's interested in that information, and yeah. walks away. And it's like Woo
4: I've always thought that moment was so so well done. Yes, yeah. him saying it's not working, and you see. And I wonder. I would love to hear MPK and SJP talk about why he rolls too. up some dumb magazine. To it's say, obnoxious speak through it, yeah. Because it is. It's very childlike, and it's like. I it's, mean, I'm sure they have. Carrie later calls say about it sad,
1: and it is sad. It is like, sad. Oh, this guy's but it's a mess. Like, he's
4: telling it through like he can't just say it to her. He has to like roll up a piece of whatever, and act. yeah. But 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 despite how silly and sad it is, you can see it on her face. It's Oof. like a needle. Yeah, it her cheeks her. get red. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: this is a very interesting, you know, Big has always been the cool, calm, collected character. We see, and we're seeing
1: some cracks in the ceiling. Yeah,
0: yeah What are. what is that? How do you feel when you see him like that? You know,
1: I was thinking about that because, as we all know, I'm such a big, big fan. Yeah. Yeah. And this episode, I feel like he's, t- he's out of line. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, so, he's pushing it. It's sad I don't like seeing him this he's, way. Uh,
0: yeah, he's a mess. He's weak. He's uh, vulnerable. Uh, he's disrespectful. Disrespectful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's
1: manipulative. He's lost. Mm-hmm. He's broken. He's hurt. He's... He's ugh. very human. So yes. then
0: Big ends up leaving a message on on Carrie's phone. And it and it essentially says... On like, her voice. On her, ma- on, her machine. On, yes, thank you. On her answering machine. And... Uh, Says something to the effect of "I, I want to talk to you about what,
1: what I, I said. said. It's very important. Call me back." And yeah. and Carrie can't stop listening to that messages so much so that she has a bag of Twizzlers with mm-hmm. Miranda to talk about. It.
4: I love when the two of them snack and discuss yes. their lives. Me it happens too. I love again it. in Ghost Town, the episode Ghost Town mm-hmm. with yes. Oreos Oof. in the middle of the night when I've Miranda wants. I've never wanted Twizzlers so scared. bad. I know that they both make those Twizzlers look so good in this episode.
0: Now let's time out for a second, Daniel. Um, the answer is Twizzlers. I don't like red vines.
4: <laughs> Same.
0: Red vines taste like dirty wax. <laughs> you, we, we don't. We no longer really have answering machines. Though we still get voicemail messages. But my mm. question to you is: Have you overanalyzed a text message? What do you think? I think the answer is yes, Throwers and I'm hoping down. that Definitely. it is. Yes, and I'm I'm, I'm hoping Try that maybe every have, text message. maybe you have a specific instance in mind where there was a text that you got that may have been a little ambiguous and and you didn't know how to respond. Or alternately, if you don't want to answer that question, answer the question. If you do get in a situation like that, do you screenshot the text and send it to people and ask for their
1: advice? I think there was a period of time where, yes, that was definitely the case. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, it depends on who you're dealing with or whatever. I'm yeah. not in a place right now where I feel like I need to overanalyze any text messages that I get because I'm. it's just not a, it's not a factor in my life right mm-hmm. now. But there was definitely a period of time where, any text message, I, I I would go, I would, w- I I would w- wake up in the middle of the night and reread, mm. reread. What does it mean? What does he mean? Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do you think? But I can't, I can't, oh, I, I can't. I think, I I think it, it happened. It probably happened so many times. Oh, I can't even. Care. I
0: I feel bad for the people who had a courtship period before text message, because I would argue that in some ways there is nothing sexier, nothing more exhilarating than having a text conversation with somebody that you're flirting with. You, you craft the perfect message, you send it, you wait, you see the three dots you see their reply. Mm. You analyze that reply. You think about what's the coolest, sexiest, most aloof, awesome thing you can say in reply. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, I, That's pretty I, I good. remember
1: there was one. I had a big crush on this guy this years and years and years and years ago. And he lived in New York. And he used to live in L.A. and he'd moved to New York. And we had sort of flirted or whatever. I remember we were texting back and forth. And, And... I was like, does he like me? Do whatever. I mean, he lives in New York, so whatever. But I, we, we, I, go, I used to grow up going to New York all the time. Mm-hmm. So I would love going to New York. And it wasn't out of crazy, out of the realm of possibility for me to just go to New York. And so there was this month where I, 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 I was going to go to New York. And I'd let him know. I was like, I'll let you know next time I'm there. We'll like hang out or whatever. And I text him. I said, So what are you doing next week? Mm. And his response was, Whatever it takes.
4: <gasps> wow.
1: <laughs> whatever
4: it takes. Wow. And I, I just I, can make it I
0: just about died. That's oh my the
4: god. Sexiest response. You I've must ever have heard.
0: taken like three wheatgrass shots in that moment. And, wow. and and I remember
1: thinking like, Okay, what does this mean? And later I can't, oh, and then, God. and then when I can when I got to New York, I texted him and I was like, Hey, I'm here. And he said, all I said was, I can't wait to see you. And that was like the most validation I've ever received in my whole life. Yeah. And now that I know him better, I know that whatever it takes is more his sort of brand of humor mm-hmm. than it was about specifically me. And I was like, mm-hmm. looking back, I was like, God, I read into way too much of that. But
4: can't you still feel that moment when you think back to it?
1: Yes, you know? and and it's and now I'll, now I'll respond yeah. when people text me things like that. Somebody say like, "What are you doing Friday night?" And I'll just say my best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 so, um, so you know, Carrie walks away from Big. She deletes that answering machine message with Miranda's encouragement, and then she and Aiden have a really adorable and charming conversation in bed yes. together. Yes. You
2: have cracks. Excuse me? The ceiling. How long have they been there? Just three years. Oh, just three years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way, but this place, you could use a little work.
3: I know, but I can't afford it.
2: You got 8,000 bucks worth of shoes over there.
3: I needed those.
2: Oh, you could do little things, plaster, strip the floors. You have no idea how beautiful it'd be if we took it down a level.
3: I don't know how to do that stuff.
2: I do. Let me strip your
3: floors. Isn't that a lot of work?
2: Nah, just take a day. You won't even know I'm here. Sure, really? special lady needs a special home. Here in my arms was a guy who wanted to make my home better. And somewhere out there was a guy who wanted to pull it apart. It wasn't a left or right brainer. It was a no-brainer.
0: It's not so much about what they're talking about. It's just their body language and the way that he... They're, they're, they're very bare. About, they're both, yeah. like, he's
4: shirtless. She's got on, like, men's underwear. Ugh. And, a little, and her Carrie shirt's is all pulled so
0: up. For some reason, it grosses me out All. <sighs> oh, really? Yeah, okay. it's like half
1: of me is like, oh, this is cute and fun. And half of it's like, sick. I don't know. Like, Aiden just... Just, r- Aiden? I, just I just picture Aiden always in like diapers and <laughs> rolling around rubbing his belly and being like my tummy hurts rub my belly let's eat a bucket rub belly. of chicken I eat too
4: much chicken but
1: like with necklaces and like hair like really long and like a turquoise ring on his finger and yeah. he looks like a, not
4: your type huh
1: he just seems like a <sighs> like a
0: his I will say his long hair in this episode he seems like an looks- art
1: teacher yeah. Yeah. Like a public school art teacher who's like on drugs and like, yeah. and Carrie's like a little confused about why she's there and is wearing baggy men's underwear and they're like rolling around and it's always like 2 p.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> so, so there's like half of that is really amazing and all I've ever wanted. The other half of it feels like a bad dream and I'm going to throw up.
0: Well, Bunny, you must simply learn to form an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: I... but they're laying in bed and looking at the ceiling and she was like, he's like, how long you had those cracks? Yeah. It's yeah. like, a couple years, which makes me think Trevor and I have cracks We've for five and a half years. Well, and
4: I also kind of think, like, he's like, you know, it wouldn't take too much to get this place in ship shape. I'm like, yeah, it's, I don't own it. Who gives a shit? I mean, not that I don't think it should look nice, but, like, it's not your responsibility to fix up an apartment you don't own. Yeah,
1: and he was like, it'll be easy. We'll just strip the floors. So I was like, strip the floors? <laughs> I
4: know. Alec, easy? And I, Alec and I tried to, like, take care of our linoleum in our kitchen, and our landlord was like, no. It's been there since the '60s, but it's fine. And we were like, "Okay." She was a total
3: B about it. But um, I will defend.
4: I will defend Aiden. That those scenes, just I understand. I like Aiden. Where you're at, I, I do. I that. like Aiden. But but I think from from where I sit, um, I think, and this is totally coming from probably a personal place.
1: Upon a slitted from sheet, me. I sit. <laughs> "Yes."
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> but Aiden says that this to me I think importantly. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but this place could use some work. And
1: he's talking about he Carrie.
4: Says it's right. Uh, obviously it's a total metaphor for that. But 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 I I appreciate how how unab uh, how how. Unencumbered, that statement is uh, coming from him. He's not, he really means, like, don't take this the wrong way. I'm yes. just saying. And I've had, uh, you know, cough, cough, Alec, um, people say things to me before that I needed to hear. I'm not saying Carrie needs to hear how shitty her apartment is. It's not, it, that's not the issue. But the point is, his method of delivery, his communication with her is direct, yes, yet gentle, yes, it's kind, very, it's yeah. helpful. He just mm-hmm. wants to be better for her. He wants to, as she says, make. Her home better mm-hmm. and big is as you as you so eloquently described the opposite of all of that. Yes, he's a goddamn that's, mess, and
1: and that's one of the reasons why I like Aiden. I just uh, I I you know that I just don't think I he's don't the think right, he's right for he's her. the right match. I don't think so either. But I was watching that scene and my heart, I my but my heart. I was watching that scene, and I was thinking, oh, gosh, Aiden's so in love with Carrie. Mm-hmm. And I kept looking at him thinking he's going to be screaming later, but you broke my heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, I was, I was watching. Oh, gosh, it was so good. But I love that scene starts, the first line in the scene is, you have cracks. Yeah. You yeah. said out
4: loud, what? I love that yeah. because
1: it's you just hear that, and I just hear RuPaul saying, what did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like, what? I love how that starts. You're
0: dealing cracks. So um So Aiden says yeah.
1: Oh what I'll do is I'll just strip your floors It'll take a day You won't even notice I'm here I don't believe any of that No I believe that Aiden thinks that though And Carrie's like
0: Absolutely Oh okay
1: I love how Carrie responds at first Where she's like
0: I don't know how I to don't do that. that
1: Yeah You know I ugh.
0: There's this 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 episode's just chock full of good acting. It is. Yes, it really is, and um, you know, Aiden's like, "You're not even gonna notice I'm here. Let me do this for you," and she really appreciates that she's dating someone who cares enough to make her life better. Yeah, not to fuck it up, but yeah. actually to improve her life. I, so
1: Aiden Aiden decides that he's gonna do that for her. One thing that we skip though yeah. is the
4: coffee t- shop or the. The meal conversation with the girls.
1: No, Carrie calls big. Oh, oh you're right. Oh my god! You shouldn't yes. skip that. You're absolutely right. She she obsesses over the phone call and decides to call him back on her rotary phone. Mm-hmm. And she calls him back and he's and he's very he's in the back of his town car and is very very business and it's like, oh, what I said to you about my marriage, I've thought about it and it's going to cost too much. And it's going to
0: cost too. Much. And it's she's going
4: to cost me a lot.
0: So I just need to. I made my bed. I need to lie in oh. it. And she says.
4: You do that. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Legs
0: up.
4: Click. Amazing. Bitch. I, you know, I think uh I'm from, not
1: your booth bitch. I think
4: from Carrie's perspective, you know, it's a very human thing to want to feel wanted. And I don't think she ever felt wanted by Big, Big the way she needed to it's when they were together. too
1: late. And now,
4: you know, her heart was racing when she picks up the phone. And her heart was racing at the furniture show. And, Mm -hmm. you know, him calling her, leaving her that voicemail saying we need to talk was in many ways validating for her because he's, like, chasing her again. And it's, like, proof to her that despite the fact that he chose another woman which left her feeling crushed and he committed his life to some Mm -hmm. other woman, he still wants her. And so she's kind of, I think, riding that drug uh, wave. Of course. And then he calls her and... Pops the pin in that balloon, mm-hmm. and she goes. Yep. And she is mortif—I I think mortified by by like the way, how she was feeling, and she mm-hmm. snaps back into reality when he's like, "It's going to cost me too much," mm-hmm. um, and is very pissed at him. Yes. But I think that roller coaster he takes her on that I just described is really important when we talk about what ultimately happens. Yes. Yeah, so she's the
1: telling the girls about this at at lunch and Miranda's like did you put oh no this is earlier that's or okay i says love did, to did, talk you, about did it. you punch him
4: right she says when he says I'm getting out blah 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 did oh, yeah. you him the girls him? are Kiri furious says, mm-hmm. Kiri says uh, no it was too sad or something what I love about their conversation by the way which which again we're jumping back as Daniel said but this, this conversation happened after the furniture show but before um, all this other stuff we've been talking about Charlotte is saying, he's married Carrie, Carrie, he's married, you can't, you can't, you can't, you you don't want him, he's married to another woman. And Carrie says, you're going to have to stop because you're starting to bug me. And I I personally believe that the reason Charlotte's bugging Carrie and Carrie feels the need to shut her up is because Carrie really is feeling that inclination to go to him. And Mm -hmm. she feels guilty and weird about it and she doesn't want Charlotte telling her what she can and cannot do. Because of course I'm not going to do it. Because I'm not insane, is what she
1: but she's says. She's
0: exposing the weakness
4: Absolutely. inside. Absolutely, and it. I love that that, that
1: scene it. with Samantha ends with Samantha saying, "But how did he look?" Yes, oh, yeah. Everybody's so classically themselves. You know what it's I true. love
0: about that diner scene is that all the ladies, including Miranda, there's just something magnetic about Big. And when she mentions Big, they all everybody lean in. They yes. all lean in. Everybody, like, yes. Th- yeah. What's going
4: on? I, w- yeah. What's funny is when Carrie says Big's leaving his wife. That's how the 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 scene starts. Charlotte and Miranda go, "Oh my god!" And if you watch Samantha in that moment, which was the first time in a million times of seeing this episode, I've ever watched her. She basically goes, "Well, I knew it." Like yeah. her reaction is totally different from the other two. That's women, amazing. Which is very funny. I
1: didn't notice that. Samantha also says, "Married men never leave their wives." Yes. Yeah.
4: She also says. Uh, there's always a competition with an ex. It's called who will die miserable, which is funny because Samantha will sometimes make grand statements about about exes and stuff and I'm always kind of like you don't have traditional relationships. What do you But we I mean as much she's about her, from,
1: uh, relationship history. Well, really. they
4: joke about how she besides James with the tiny penis, like she doesn't oh, wow, Richard that's right. She doesn't really fall in love with guys. She just like, you know, goes on two dates and that's over. Whatever. So, um Alec are you going to take us
0: so, Carrie's writing. there so take us there? Uh, Aiden's stripping the floors, and Carrie's got a deadline, and things are not working out well for her. It is She's too got a loud. Aiden's She's trying to decide between her head and her heart. Music. Yeah, and she is not having it. She can't go over to Aiden's because Pete's going to delete her article. Pete's so, going to jump up on our keyboard and delete her article. The
4: weirdest, although during this podcast, our cats ran over the laptop like four times.
0: Yes. Um, and so she decides to go to the Stanhope Hotel. To do a little writing, and she, uh, so she
4: doesn't put any clothes on. She just wears like underwear, basically. She's under underwear under and it puts on a coat. trench
1: coat, so she lo- so she can try as hard as possible to look like a definite prostitute. <laughs> Pleased and, to have another
0: and diet. And sure, when coat. she checked in, she's like, "I'm not staying overnight, just an hour or two. Yeah, yeah. And, and they the were like, like mm-hmm. "Uh huh."
4: So how much? Oh wait, that's a different episode later. She
0: gets a ring while she's working on her article, and it's none over. Than On John board. Preston. No,
1: it's it's uh Oh no, it is him. I was thinking it was Aiden saying she's like, How did you get my number? Right. And she's like, the guy that lives here. What do you say? <laughs> the...
4: He says that guy at your apartment
1: or yeah. something. She's yeah, sick. he called for Carrie Aiden answered.
4: I, I have often thought about I would love to hear that phone conversation.
1: And so gets her like and calls her at the hotel room says I'm da- I'm in the lobby.
4: Yeah, she says, meet me in the lobby. I need to talk to you, too.
0: Oof. But he's in the bar having a she drink. She says,
4: this isn't the lobby. He's like a petulant child. who yeah. just won't listen.
0: And Oof. he says, well, let me lob something at you, honey. I'm going to tell you right now how I feel.
1: And she's had it. She, she comes into that scene she's ready. Yeah. Yeah. She should be. She should be. This
2: is not the lobby.
1: I sit down and have a drink.
2: What are you doing? You're calling my
3: house? You're, you're following me to hotels?
2: Could you please sit down for one minute and listen to me? Please, one minute. You know, I don't have time for this. I have a boyfriend and a deadline, and you have a wife and apparently a drinking problem. I'm not drunk. Then what is your excuse? Will you slow down? I can't think. I was an asshole to you on the phone the other day. Yes. You said I was leaving. You didn't say anything, so I got nervous. So
3: I. So, what?
2: So. I don't know.
3: You know this has to stop. This, the, the flirting and the and the jerking me around and the calling my boyfriend.
2: He doesn't know about you, and I don't want him to ever know about you.
0: Why is that?
4: Oh, go lay in your beige bed.
0: What are you doing?
4: Yeah. Yeah. She says, so what? You
0: call my boyfriend. You stalk me at this hotel. I've had enough. Yeah. And she knocks over the chairs on her way out. And, and big she says, go her. lay in your beige bed. Oh, God, yeah.
4: what a line.
0: Ugh, and she, causes she gets a in scene. the
4: elevator and he she, follows yeah, she knocks her. Over and chair. He runs into a bellhop. I'm kind of like, you guys, there's and, still other humans here. And she's
1: like in the elevator. She's like, no, no, don't get in here. And other people are out in the lobby calling 911 because there's a woman. <laughs> the,
4: it looks like a woman, it a prostitute like, is being absolutely. attacked by a drunk man. You really think about it. <laughs>
0: but they get in the elevator and he kisses her and she says fuck, fuck you, you. And, and he kisses, kisses her again. again and she says fuck you and then he kisses her again and she says fuck, fuck me whoa people wow. I feel like he was a, too pushy you
1: guys yeah
4: I mean no that's is a assault com- yeah. I know
1: it's like borderline assault she says get yeah. out of here and he's yeah.
4: like no yeah but,
1: this, means no. but then they do. Then then, then they do, it and they s- yes. both both smoke a cig, a dirty cig, yeah. and then they lay in bed and look at the
4: cracks.
0: That's and true. she says something, Daniel. She, she says, and say? just
1: like that, I lost my
0: head. Yeah. And the
4: other thing that we all quote on like a weekly basis is when he's kissing her. She says, my head told me something, 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 but my heart, but my heart, my heart.
1: I say, yeah. but my heart on a weekly basis. Absolutely. I think I said it earlier in this podcast. You did. You did. See, I know.
4: I know you know, and I know that you know that I know.
1: So they know that we know.
0: Daniel, when you're
1: watching Things I never knew I never knew.
0: <laughs> when you're watching episodes like this yes. and it gets to those hard scenes. Yes. If you're like watching it by yourself, mm. will you skip those scenes? Or no. do you just take it? I dive in. Yeah.
4: When I was when I was a little girl, and I would watch the Wizard of Oz, which I loved. Mm. I made my mom fast forward through the stuff with the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. she. I made her fast forward through those scenes. And that's what Alec makes me do when it comes to stuff like this. This stuff that's so emotionally trying and difficult to watch. Yeah. He won't watch it. And he was just sitting here making jokes, make, making funny voice. Because he doesn't like it. You don't, don't want like it you don't like when it. When
1: I was a little girl, um, uh, no when I watch when I watch Top Chef, I always fast forward through the cooking and just get to the meal, you know. But yeah. that's
4: yeah, the same. That's how I but- feel about foreplay. <laughs>
0: um, Daniel, it was so lovely having you on tonight. Oh, so sweet. This was a toughie, but we did it. Yeah.
4: I yeah, I could go on. But we have more episodes. Although, like, it sucks because we have you here right now. I kind of yeah. feel like... let's just do
1: the rest of the series. Okay, here yeah. we go. Okay,
4: episode 30, 40, 40. <laughs> 30,
0: 40.
4: Um, Daniel, how do you feel, just real quick, about her decision to, like, just dive in? What do you think?
0: Oh,
1: uh, I'm conflicted. It's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's wrong. It's bad. I know that it's wrong. And it makes my heart race.
4: Is it still sexy?
1: It's very sexy, but um, I, th- I feel watching it... Actually, this is one of the first time I've watched it where I've really felt that this is dangerous and wrong. Yeah. You know? Because I've watched it so many times, and I've known... You know, I've always been such a big fan, and I know how everything works out that I've always kind of forgiven like mm-hmm. Carrie a little bit. But mm-hmm. now that... and Not that I don't, but now I'm watching it, and I'm really... Maybe that's why I was so vocal. I'm really really diving in this time Mm -hmm. and being like all right i'm going through this whole series again with you guys and this is this is some heavy life i
4: I mentioned earlier that um i thought that they showed carrie and aiden being very sexy with each other to show that like it's not like she's unsatisfied there. she's making a choice because a lot of people um assume that like cheating like that in those instances and we listen to a lot of well i used to i'm kind of in a in a drought of this right now, but a lot of savage love cast. Mm -hmm. I like reading advice columns. You hear about people talking about, you know, affairs and things, but so often it has nothing to do with sexual dissatisfaction. Mm -hmm. It has to do with something else. What do you think for Carrie? Like, what is she, what is she doing? Because obviously Aiden knows how to tap it left and right and ever so correctly.
1: Well, I think it's the thing, it's the idea of, in a way, the one that got away. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she's feeling like she's she's winning or something right. like she's got she's getting that sealing the deal getting that validation that she never got validation. but i also think now looking at the whole picture or whatever it, you know i'm thinking all right she knows deep down that this is the guy that's really the right match for mm-hmm. her this is not the guy that would start stripping her floors and disturbing her while she's writing mm-hmm. you know he would be smoking a cigarette with her because that's who she is that's right, right.
4: Right, which I think can be a little bit self-destructive in the sense that, like, he, uh, cheating on her boyfriend and smoking a cigarette are two things that are very bad for her. Yeah, uh, and so, she knows that. But I, what you, the way you just described it, I feel like, is yes, kind of her justification in her head. Sure. But I feel like, really, for her, this isn't this decision isn't about, like, I know this is the guy I'm meant to be with. This decision is yes. about validation, like you said. Yeah. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. She
1: just, she, she couldn't say no any longer. Also because he was very pushy. He was very, very pushy. P- this is not this is her. not something that Carrie would have done, if if Big hadn't. You know, it's not some, right. something that, that Carrie would a, have gone it, after herself.
4: Absolutely, it wasn't. It was like she would have walked down the street and like found some other guy to cheat on Abe. Yes. it wouldn't have happened with anyone. No, Big.
1: I completely agree. Yeah,
4: I'm not saying it's right, but yeah.
1: Big came to her. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm. Daniel.
1: Daniel you guys
4: we love you
1: i love best. you guys remind
0: us of all your social media oh profiles. yes
1: please follow me my twitter and instagram is Danny Mac, 769, dannymack769 C K seven six nine. that was my middle school's aim screen i was aim screen name and it still is yeah uh, and I have a podcast called Welcome to Deadcast. It's the Goosebumps podcast. It's
4: really fun. Even if you've never read a Goosebumps book, it's so much fun. It's so
1: much it's fun. Great. It's the most fun I a girl can have without taking her clothes off, but mm-hmm. it's better if you is do. Is there
4: a way, because I'm not sure we've talked about this on the podcast before. Is there a way for the our listeners to see your like red carpet coverage of... The Goosebumps movie, or I mean, no. were there just clips of that on like your inst- your respective Instagram? Yes, Instagrams, we didn't. Fi- we
1: did. We unfortunately don't have any of that filmed. It, it was all done on. Um, we recorded it. Well, I recommend voice. then, but but that you can you listen see to their episode. You can see on our Instagram, we took pictures at the premiere, and there is a quick video of us with Jack Black. And
4: your episode where you rec- where you cover the Goosebumps movie. Oh my gosh, so it's spoilery, but you should if you're interested, you should listen because they we have interviewed audio Danny interviews Elfman. with Danny Elfman, oh, Jack Black. Man. What's the name? Really, of, it's really special. What's
0: the name of your episode of Mom? If people want to check it out, by the oh, nightings. it's called.
1: Um, Uh,
0: what is it horny goggles and a catered intervention (laughs) I highly recommend checking it out yeah if you guys
4: haven't watched the show mom do you
0: remember the name of your episode of Enlightenment
1: Enlightened Enlightened Uh, no I don't remember it but it's season two the fourth episode I think watch it That's kinda fun. And watch me on Game Shakers on Nickelodeon. And watch me on, I don't know, the middle. And
4: watch him in the newest the new NASCAR commercial. Yeah,
1: and watching Grey's Anatomy, Oh wait I got cut even though I died. (laughs) And Bowling for Tiffany. Oh yes, Mary Kate Ashtray. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have some sketch comedy. Just, just talking about me for ten minutes.
4: Absolutely. I have
1: some sketch comedy stuff on YouTube. Search mm-hmm. BFT Comedy or Mary Kate and Ashtray. We have some now. funny stuff. We're filming more.
4: They really do have funny. Oh stuff. gosh,
1: it's just I'm just I just have my fingers in all the pies. Yeah.
0: Well, until next time. <laughs> Carry, Carry
4: on. <laughs>